Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Hey, hey, how are you? Welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny, and I'm your host today. And actually, every other day, I'm always your host. Sometimes we've got some other people on here, but you're always going to get me. So today in this solo podcast episode, episode 33, we're going to talk about Epcot's Epic Eats. So I was at Disney last week, the whole week, and I spent most of my time at Epcot because I'm writing this ebook on healthy Disney, on how to make sure that your nutrition and your fitness can stay on track while you are on vacation and enjoying yourself and enjoying some of these indulgences without having to stress about coming home 10 pounds heavier than when you left. So I am currently in a phase <coughs> where I'm actually dieting for a bikini bodybuilding show. So I kind of figured, <clears throat> well, it's the perfect time for me to go to Disney because I have to put myself in a position where I'm consciously staying on track with my diet. And that's not to say that I didn't indulge in some things, but that's not to say that I didn't take some food into the parks with me to make sure that I stayed on track. Yes, I was successful in maintaining my weight overall over the average amount of time that I was there and when I returned, but that doesn't mean that I didn't have some weight fluctuations while I was there. So I just wanted to share with you all five interesting points that in more detail will definitely be included in the ebook, but if you are going to Disney and to Epcot maybe in the next couple of weeks before this ebook comes out, it should be published in July of this year, I just wanted to throw out some helpful hints and things that I noticed while I was in Epcot. I spent a couple days there, but I'm just gonna throw out five things. So let's dive right into that. So the first thing that I noticed was, <laughs> this is just funny, so we went to France because my mom and my sister wanted to get some baguettes. That appears to be something that the French are famous for and I don't blame them, they are fabulous. So we went to a, a, a little, I guess it was a little bakery, a little patisserie in the back of France and they ordered, don't criticize me here for my pronunciation, a jambon beurre. That might be totally right, it might not be, I don't know. Basically, it's this little baguette that has ham, Swiss cheese, a little bit of mustard, and like a little tiny bit of butter on it. So the interesting thing that I found here was that 
so I I decided I took my food scale with me because I wanted to kind of deconstruct some things and weigh everything out. And so I noticed weighing things out after deconstructing my mother's baguette. Bless her. Thank you for letting me do that. <laughs> it did not look the same when I gave it back to her. But the amount of ham on this baguette was exactly two ounces. So that is a serving size. That's a, that's a typical serving size of ham. Now, when you think of like deli ham that you might get from the grocery store here, you might find it anywhere from like maybe nine to maybe 12 or 13 grams of protein per a two ounce serving. So I personally don't feel like that is enough protein for an entire meal. However, I think it's a good start. So two ounces of ham on those baguettes and one ounce of Swiss cheese on that baguette. One ounce is also a typical serving size for cheese. And for regular full fat cheese, you're probably gonna have somewhere between eight and nine grams of fat and then maybe seven, seven to eight grams of protein per serving. So yes, you are getting a little bit more protein from your cheese. However, you're gonna get a lot more fat from your cheese as well. Ham is gonna be on the leaner side. It's gonna probably be around one or two grams of fat per that one or per that two ounce serving. So I just thought that was very interesting, something to keep in mind. They will not adjust the portion sizes. I did ask if I could have them add an additional serving of ham to the baguette and they said no. However, you can bring in your own food with you. So if you are looking for a way to increase your protein while you're at the parks, bring in some deli turkey, some deli ham, some deli chicken, and just add an extra serving size of that to your sandwich and you'll be good to go. Number two little tip for today of things that I found interesting we went to the Norway area and went to the princess breakfast one morning. And oh my goodness, the plate of food they brought out to us, and a lot of these are served family style, so they brought out this huge platter of breakfast meats. So there was bacon, there were whole eggs, there was sausage, like big potato, you know, potatoes that had cheese all over them. I mean, oh my goodness, so delicious looking, smelled so good and just really high fat proteins. And then of course, your starchy carb potatoes, hash browns, things that are covered in cheese. Again, you're gonna get some carbohydrates, but they're covered in you know, full fat cheese. So you're getting a lot of high fats in this meal. What I did was I asked our waitress if they had any egg whites. And yes, I got a very funny look. However, she, she went back and she asked the chef, and I, I asked for three to four egg whites, and I think she thought I said three to four servings, or maybe she thought she was bringing out enough for the whole table. She brought me back a monstrous bowl of egg whites. This had to have been an entire carton of egg whites, and it was fabulous. It didn't taste like it was cooked in a bunch of oil or a bunch of butter. It simply was just plain egg whites with no extra salt or pepper or anything. Oh, just plain, it was awesome. So yes, you can order egg whites at the Disney Princess Breakfast in Norway if that's some, you know, if you're looking to get a leaner protein source. They also had a full buffet that had tons of fresh fruit, but then there were a bunch of uh, like donuts and croissants and, you know, cheeses and fun things that you might find more of like a continental breakfast style. So there's a huge buffet, lots of other fun things, but for me, I stuck to the egg whites and I stuck to fresh fruit. That is number two. Number three is going to be in the land. So before you enter the World Showcase, you are in 
what is it called like future world or something in epcot i should know this <laughs> so you're in this main area and you go to the pavilion within epcot before you hit the world showcase it's on the right hand side and it's called the land and this area has uh, the land boat ride they do a bunch of they have like a greenhouse tour where they show you around all of the food and stuff that they make right there in-house they grow it they have a lot of really cool vertical growing systems and there is a rotating restaurant that serves a lot of the food that they grow there but what i want to talk to you about is the quick service area called sunshine seasons and i didn't eat this but if we had eaten there i would have they had a couple salads with just their trays of big trays of salads and next to those trays of salads was just straight up grilled chicken that was sliced really nicely it looked like it was seasoned but other than that it wasn't it looked like it was fresh chicken that was just sliced up it wasn't processed in any crazy way it looked very organic very natural and that would have been really easy for me trying to be very meticulous about what i was eating to order that chicken as just a side to put on a salad and weigh it out with my cute little digital scale in the middle of epcot so I would highly recommend if you're looking for something plain and simple, go for that grilled chicken in the downstairs quick service area of the Land Pavilion. Number three, it's a, an item that I noticed when I was in Starbucks at Epcot. And actually it was in Starbucks at every park that I went to. They had a vegan, gluten-free, sugar-free brownie that was packaged up while, and I noticed this while I was standing in line. It wasn't in the i guess the typical baked goods section it was just sitting on top of the counter and what i noticed about this when i picked it up to look at it because you know you see that and you're like oh well, that's kind of cool it looks good what's in it and i picked it up and i turned it over to look at the nutrition facts and here's what i notice it says 140 calories per serving six grams of fat three grams of carbs one gram of protein the caveat here is that when you look at the top a serving size is one third of that brownie and it's the normal square size of a brownie so you have to consider do you want to have actually you know if you eat the whole brownie 18 grams of fat nine grams of carbs and three grams of protein obviously it's not enough protein that's a fun snack um, and then when you look at the ingredient list the first ingredient was sugar substitute they don't even tell you what kind of sugar substitute it is. It just says sugar substitute. And then it lists butter and you know a bunch of other ingredients as well. I'm sure it's delicious. I'm sure you know if you're a diabetic, this is probably a really great option for you. And if you decide to fit this into your macronutrient budget, if you're somebody who tracks macros, cool, kudos to me. Six times three for fat, 18 grams of fat for a brownie when that's more that's about th one third of my daily fat intake for me currently right now where i am in my phase of bodybuilding show prep to me it is not worth it and i think well i overheard some people in line looking at it going oh it's only 140 calories and in my head i'm just going no it's so much more than that because <laughs> it's actually three serving sizes not one please do justice to yourself by reading the whole nutrition label and not just looking at the calories. There's so much more to food than just calories. So that I just thought was super interesting. And then number five, the last thing I wanna to touch on for this Epcot's Epic Eats podcast is the, Jap the Japanese pavilion. An interesting thing that I noticed when I went to the Japanese pavilion was the amount of just fun like 
you know, candies and cookies and Japanese snack foods and things like that. I mean, there's so much of it, it's crazy. But the cool part was I flipped over just about every different item in there just because I was curious. And they have the English nutrition facts, like a little sticker printed out and placed on top of every Japanese nutrition fact label so that you can properly read and understand what is in the food that you are about to consume. So I thought that was really cool if you want to consume these fun Japanese treats. Most of them are high sugar and you know moderate fat. I mean, they are candies and, and fun things like that. So, I mean, at least you can be aware and you can be knowledgeable of what is in the food that you are eating and in the snacks that you're consuming. And it's not just some zero calorie item because you can't read the label. You have no excuse now. You can totally read the label because they put it on there in English. So I learned a ton more. Let's recap real fast. I talked about the baguette from France and the serving sizes of the ham and the Swiss cheese for that. Talked about Norway and the princess breakfast and getting egg whites and fresh fruit there. We talked about the land pavilion where you can get grilled chicken and some salads and easily like weigh those out. There's nothing crazy with those. We talked about the vegan gluten-free sugar-free brownie that I found at Starbucks. And then we talked about the nutrition fact labels in English on all of the Japanese fun goodies and treats. So those are just five cool tips that I wanted to share with you today. You will get a ton more detail in the ebook. So if you enjoyed this and you want more information, definitely make sure you're subscribed to this podcast either on iTunes or SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Casts. It really truly helps me to get this podcast and this information out to as many people as possible if you click that subscribe button and if you share it with your friends and family. So if you feel like you know somebody going to Disney and they are interested in their nutrition and staying healthy and on track, just share this link with them and hopefully it'll make their lives a lot easier to navigate while they're actually at Disney. And other than that, if you have any comments or questions for me, please head to my Instagram. It's at Danny Phillips, D-A-N-Y-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. I always put up an episode post on my Instagram page for my Wednesday and my Sunday podcast. So leave a comment on that on the particular post for episode 33, Epcot's Epic Eats and Healthy Disney. I hope you all have an amazing evening and I will talk to you on Sunday. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. If you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey, then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. This podcast is available via iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor, which shares to a multitude of other platforms, so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most. And if you really, truly do enjoy this content, then please do me another favor and go over to iTunes. Give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review, and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for that. Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, 
cheers to your next leap of strength.